What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's first episode of the greatest podcast on turf. I'm Anthony. I'm Ryan. Today we are back with our 2023 NFL draft grades. We are going to be alphabetically going through every single NFL team, highlighting some of the big draft picks, the best value picks, even some of the trades they made if Ryan can find them. And we are going to give them a letter grade A to F. Um, I feel like there's going to be a lot of high grades here just based off the draft. So we're looking at more of like a Ryan's report card compared to Anthony's report card in this one. So don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel if you're new. Tomorrow we are releasing our 2023 NFL Draft winners and losers. Be on the lookout for that. And as always, check out our sponsor, Literally the Pizza Shop. If you go into our Townsend location and you show proof you're subscribed, you're eligible for a discount. And if I'm there, I will buy your meal. And without further ado, the Arizona Cardinals. So the Arizona Cardinals for me... Arguably my biggest winner. I would say top five as of right now. Yeah. Arguably, and that's because they're what they did at the first first three rounds. So they traded down, essentially, I know they did more than this, but they essentially they traded down three spots, and they grabbed Paris Johnson, the best tackle in the class. They also got a first-round pick for next year, which is the Texans' first-round pick, which, I don't know if you watch a lot of football, but it's going to be an early pick. Mm-hmm. So... There's a very solid chance the Arizona Cardinals have two top five picks next year. I'd say two top ten picks next year, yeah. kind of locked. In which, if they want Caleb Williams, they can go get him. I don't think that's necessarily the right answer because I still believe in Kyler. Kyler in your two first for Caleb. Anyways, um, <laughs> I think they did good. Paris Johnson's a stud. B.J. Ojolari's a stud. Garrett Williams is a stud. And bringing in the first-round pick on top of getting the best offensive tackle beautiful it's an a a plus for me yeah um the cardinals my biggest thing was they them getting paris johnson at six is the player they would have taken at third yeah so technically so they what they did i'm pretty sure they moved back to 12 then they jumped back up to six another guy who i really liked that they got michael wilson receiver out of stanford they took him at 94 michael wilson um he had a few medical concerns if i remember correctly but i mean it's there. Michael Wilson was great value at number 94. I'm pretty sure that's 30, 60, 90, like late third round. But, I mean, yeah, Michael Wilson there. Garrett Williams out of Syracuse is really, really good. He's a good player. He was another guy that had some medical concerns. But if all plans out healthy, he's going to be really good for them. B.J. Ojolari is a guy who I was extremely high on and Paris Johnson Jr., obviously. I'll give the Cardinals, I will say, I will give them an A. I will say A minus. I think if you just look at their draft class this year, it's probably like an A minus A. But if you count in the next year first round pick, it shoots it up yeah. for me, in my opinion. Next up, the Atlanta Falcons took B. John Robinson eight overall, got offensive guard Matthew Bergeron at eight. I know he was a tackle, but he's probably gonna play guard. Bought in Clark Phillips, Zach Harrison. Um the Atlanta Falcons. I'll give the Falcons I'll say they're like a B plus for me. The Falcons have had this draft philosophy over the past three years where they've just gone out and drafted the best offensive player on their draft board. Kyle Pitts was at the fourth pick two years ago. Drake London last year with the fifth pick, I'm pretty sure. And B. John Robinson with the eighth pick. And they also helped solidify that offensive line in Matthew Bergeron. Versatile offensive lineman. Their tackles are pretty much locked up. They're both on contract. It's an easy transition. He slides over to guard. He has guard experience. But my favorite pick for them was Clark Phillips, getting him at number 113 overall. That's good value. I mean, on the boundary, they have 
AJ Terrell, Jeff Okuda, and Clark Phillips comes in right away, and he can play in the slot. That's where he thrived the most at Utah. He does have that outside experience. He played outside at Utah, but he thrived the most at Utah in college in the slot. So I think that was really good from them, and I really like this Atlanta Falcons draft class. I would say that they're like B-plus right on the fringe of A-minus for me. For me, the Falcons, it's probably like a B, B-minus. I see what they're doing. They're building the offense, and when the quarterback gets there, the offense is going to be set up perfectly for them. However, I think they're jumping the gun a little bit, and they're building a super team offense with no type of quarterback. And I think think what you want to do when you're bringing in a quarterback eventually is just get the groundwork there. So he has something, but he doesn't necessarily have the best offense in football. They're trying to build the best offense in football without the quarterback, so it seems a little bit backwards to me. Bringing in B. John at number eight, Bijan's arguably the best player in his draft, uh, but I just—it's hard drafting a running back at eight when he's only going to be good for five years. Yeah, I mean, I think also on the contrary, I think that there's a chance that Arthur Smith could be trying to do and kind of mimic what the Titans had going on when he was there playing offensive coordinator and even take the 49er strategy and just build a good enough team to where you can kind of throw whoever out there a quarterback and get it done. I mean, they have Desmond Ritter. They bought in Taylor Heineke. They clearly have some sort of belief in Desmond Ritter if they didn't make a move for a quarterback and bringing in Taylor Heineke, who you know is a solid backup, who could also be a good bridge quarterback. So I think on like the other side of what you're saying, I see it. But at the same time, I think that the other side of it is also kind of likely. The problem with that is I've never seen a team build the offense and then bring in a shitty quarterback. They've always built up the defense and then bring in a shitty quarterback and run the ball. So... I'm not sure it exactly works because if you're bringing in these receivers, you need somebody to throw the ball to them. If you play the Niners way, you build up the defense, and then you literally just do short passes and run the ball, and you just draw the plays to work. I think they're doing things a little bit backwards. but I mean, the defense ain't terrible. They went out spending free agency. They have some good talent on the defense. I'm not going to sit here and say it's as good as the 49ers, but I think that their defense is – I think it's solid. I think they should have drafted Jalen Carter and I don't know who at the second round, but I would have wanted defense heavy because I don't think their defense is that good. I know they brought in Jeff Okuda, but come on. I know it's, it's AJ Terrell and it's Jesse Bates and it's one more year of Grady Jarrett and then you're done because Deion Jones is a free agent. I'm pretty sure. Deion Jones wasn't even on the team last year. Okay. If point proven. <laughs> I'm curious. He is a free agent. I can speak for myself. I haven't done any fantasy outlook really. Where's B. John going? Probably first first round. Yeah. Early second. That's what I was I'll thinking. I'll take him there. I'll take him at the turn. <laughs> I don't give a damn. The Falcons are, last year, they had arguably the best run offensive line. Like, if you look at the advanced stats, their offensive line was the best with the run. It's set up to work. The Baltimore Ravens. This is a very interesting draft class. My opinion is quite different than some of the other opinions that I've heard and seen. The Ravens bought in, they re-signed Lamar Jackson an hour and a half before the draft started. Bought in Zay Flowers at 22. Bought in Trenton Simpson at 86. Tavares Robinson, edge out of Mississippi State, out of Ole Miss, excuse me. Caillou Blue Kelly. Corner and Andrew Voorhees in the last round or sixth round. The Ravens, in my opinion, had one of the best drafts. I would give them an A. I'm trying not to give out too many A pluses because I know there was 
a few arguable ones. But I would say I would give them an A right on the fringe of an A+. I love Zay Flowers. I think he's going to be really good in Baltimore. And I think that he's exactly what this Ravens offense needs and has lacked over the few years. That true speed receiver that can stretch the field to finally give take the defense's eyes off of Mark Andrews. And it's only going to help Odell Beckham and Rashad Bateman. And it's going to open up the run game for Lamar as well. Um, Trenton Simpson, I love. Trenton Simpson was arguably, I mean, I could sit here. I think Trenton Simpson was one of my NFL draft, my guys of this year. I love him. I love the way he plays. And I think John Harbaugh is going to be able to do a lot with Trenton Simpson. And the other one, Andrew Voorhees. Yes, he tore his ACL at the combine. It sucks. But I think that he fits what the Ravens like in an offensive lineman. He's aggressive. He's versatile. He can play both interior, center, or guard positions. Um, probably won't be back for this season till the end. But I think in the sixth round, seventh round where you drafted him, I don't think it hurts at all to grab him. I liked him a lot. I think that he was, I had him probably early to mid-second round talent before the injury. But I would give the Ravens, honestly, an A. I think it's really good. I know some people were saying it sucked because not as many people are high on Zay Flowers, Trent Simpson as I am. But I think for what the Ravens had and what they did start to finish, I think that this is a really, really good draft class for the Ravens. Yeah, I think the Ravens had a pretty valid draft class. I'm not as high on Zay Flowers as Anthony is. However, I think they did very good with some of their other picks. Uh, They went from pick 22 to pick 86, so... There was a gap in there, and then the Trent Simpson pick, I think, was great value. The Andrew Voorhees pick was great value. When you're down there, it's very, very not likely that you're going to get a Pro Bowl type of player. I mean, much not a, it's unlikely you're going to get a starter. Very unlikely you're going to get like a Pro Bowl player. Yeah. And then All-Pro is very, very unlikely. Andrew Voorhees, I think, has the upside. He probably has the highest upside of that round that he was drafted in because of yeah. the fact that he's a second-round talent. Uh, to me, anyway. I think to yeah, I, to most the, the majority injury blows. I mean, he was second, third round pick, yeah, uh, at least. And I think I've seen him in the first. Before. Anyways, Zay Flowers. I'm not sure. I've seen he's a you know a glorified Devin Duvernay. <laughs> Little disrespectful. Is that what we're just going there? <laughs> That's what I've seen. I don't know. We'll see. Devin but Duvernay I think the Ravens finally drafted some some offense in the first after not doing that very often. I mean, it worked out for DeMarc Andrews. Didn't really work out for Hollywood Brown, but I think they did. They're on the track of, you know, good things. So I'll give them a A minus B plus in that fringe. Yeah, I mean, again, with the Trent Simpson pick, I will allude to it might be weird this year just because they did just trade for Roquan Smith and they still have Patrick Queen and they didn't. They just decided to not pick up his fifth year option. So he's got that going. It might be weird, but I really love this Ravens draft class. Next up, we got the Buffalo Bills. Traded up for Dalton Kincaid at the 25th pick. They got Osiris Torrance in the second round. Linebacker Dorian Williams in the third round. Justin Shorter in the fourth round. Nick Broker in the f- with their fifth pick. And then in the, their last pick, Alex Austin. The Buffalo Bills draft class. This is tough for me. I mean, again, there's a lot of good grades. I feel like a broken round. I'm giving this Bills draft class an A-. minus. They got Dalton Kincaid who comes in. He creates that big slot mismatch, helps spread the offense around, helps create more separation for Diggs and even Gabe Davis to help get him open downfield more if he's still 
playing how he's playing. Don Kincaid is a very good tight end. And in the second round, they were able to grab Osiris Torrance, who I thought could have gone late first round. I We've both mocked Osiris Torrance to Buffalo in the first round. And for them to be able to get him in the second round, I think it's really good value. And then Dorian Williams, linebacker out of Tulane, kind of can do a few different things, but I think they're going to look to use him as more of an off-ball linebacker, maybe even play him at the mic a little bit, just because they did just lose Tremaine Edmonds. But I really like this Buffalo Bills draft class. Nick Broker, offensive lineman out of Ole Miss, I think that helps a lot. That interior offensive line is not looking too good. So, I mean, Nick Broker has a shot to come in and have an impact as well with Osiris Torrance. So, I mean, I think this Bills draft class was good. I'm going to give it like a B. Uh... Just because of the fact that, I mean, I'd like to Osiris Torrance pick. It's going to help out the interior offensive line. It's definitely a problem for the Buffalo Bills. Dory Williams pick was all right. The Dalton Kincaid pick, I'm not I'm not sold on drafting a tight end that early. I don't think the tight ends make that big of a splash as people, as like a first-round talent would, you know, suffice. I mean, the only tight ends that really do that are Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and George Kittle. The rest of them... Yeah, they're they're good, but are they really like game changers like that? You know, would you rather have a Dalton Kincaid or would you rather have I don't know, a Nolan Smith or something? And I know the Buffalo Bills don't need defensive line, but what, I mean, Joey Porter would probably fit better on this team in my opinion. So, and we need Dalton Kincaid to come in and be a top 10 tight end for this to work. I'm not sure even if he is a top 10 tight end. I'm not he needs to be a top 5 tight end. He needs to be better he needs to be on a tier of his i mean on a tier with the other guys he can't just be with tj hawkinson and we say this is a success because tj hawkinson i'm not sure he you know pushes the pushes the bar over he's a good player i'm just not sure it's worth taking a tight end that early it's fair carolina panthers bryce young at the number one overall pick then they took they only have five picks Bryce Young, Jonathan Mingo, they drafted DJ Johnson and Chandler Zavala. Those are the main guys that I'll touch on. I'll give them a... I'm going to give them a C plus. I'm giving the Panthers a C plus. Part of it might just be the bias toward Bryce Young. I think that... <laughs> I think so? Um, for what they had, they did good. I like Jonathan Mingo a lot. He's drawn comparisons to A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf coming from similar schools play similar styles, tested very similarly. But this draft just all depends on if you hit on Bryce Young or not. You gave up a lot to get an undersized quarterback who you really don't know what you got. Um, Chandler Zavala, former teammate of E.K. McQuanu, that's a plus. D.J. Johnson helps add some depth on the edge across from Brian Burns. Um, but, yeah, I blanked on Brian Burns for a minute. I'll give them a C-plus, B-minus range. They didn't really do it for me. Yes, it could be lack of picks. They did it. They ju- did trade up for the one pick, but I just don't know if I'm willing to bank the entire future of the franchise on the shoulders of 130-pound Bryce Young. <laughs> wow. Uh, Carolina, I'm going to go ahead and give them a, probably a B, too. Uh, Bryce Young, we'll see if he works out. If he works out, then it moves up to an A. I'm not really sure how it's going to work out. The Jonathan Mingo pick, I'm pretty sure that was a pretty good pick. He's probably going to be the wide receiver one for this yeah. team uh, in the near future, not at the start. The Chandler Zavala pick was pretty good value for where they got him. So, I mean, they're doing solid. You know, 
nothing really pushes them over the edge. And granted, they have a rookie quarterback, so they don't need anything to push them over the edge. But I'm just not sure how this offense is going to look. I feel like they just acquired a bunch of mid on the offense, and they think it's going to work. You yeah. know, with Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen. I think they have Hayden Hurst or some shit. Yeah, so. they do. Just a bunch of mid. Yeah. I'll give him a B. Chicago Bears. Traded back one spot with the Eagles. Got darn out right. Traded back nine spots before. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, just want to throw it. No, no I wasn't I was, I was being a smart ass. Garvin Dexter Sr., Tyreek Stevenson, Zach Pickens, Rashawn Johnson, Tyler Scott, Noah Sewell. <sighs> this draft started out so good, then fell off and finished pretty well. I agree. <laughs> Ready to fall off. Round four? Round two. I mean, I look at it like this. Darnell Wright was one of my favorite offensive tackles in the drafts. Some might argue it's a little early, but the Panthers have accumulated so much to the point where it's like, all right, we're going to get our guy. There was a run on offensive tackles in the first round of the draft. Teams were making moves to get him. So them at 10 moved back one spot with the Eagles and still got their guy. Okay, I like it. I think Garvin Dexter was a huge reach, very similar to Tyreek Stevenson. I think that they, again, yes, go get your guy. But I think that those guys were both... Pretty big reaches, especially at 53 and 56. Um, Zach Pickens out of South Carolina, I like. Okay, help him beef up the trenches. Rashawn Johnson, enough said. They saved it with getting Noah Sewell at 148. At one point in time, Noah Sewell was getting first round buzz. They bought into Tremaine Edmonds in the offseason. They have Noah Sewell playing next to him as well. I think it's really good. I'm going to give this team, I'm going to give them a with all the draft picks they accumulated, I think I'll give them a B. I think I'm going to give them a B plus to the A minus tier. The Gervin Dexter pick, you are right. The Tyreek Stevenson pick, I don't think you're necessarily. I think you're a little harsh on him for the reach. I think he was going around the two three range. Might be a little early, but you know, go get your guy. The Gervin Dexter pick, I can't agree with you because I'm not sure how good he's going to be. He's just really, really big. Yeah, kind of all he's got. Yeah. And we'll see if he can keep developing. The Rashad Johnson pick, I think it's going to be a good pick. You're getting a running back in late who has barely any type of carries under his belt because he was back up to B. John. And he was arguably not that far behind B. John if you watch Texas football. Granted, I watched a little bit when they beat us 49-0 this year. Um, can't yeah. lie. I think Rashad Johnson has a chance to... Who's you know, the running back room right it's now? It's Herbert. It's him and Clear Herbert. And Deontay Foreman. Okay. That's a, that's a punch you in the mouth kind of running back room. I respect yeah. it. Um, and I think, I mean, it's kind of solid. Darnell Wright, I think that was a good pick for him. Helps out Justin Fields a lot. Noah Sewell at the end there at 148. That's a pretty good value, especially after losing Roquan. Not sure how good he's going to be, but at 148, you know, I'd do it too. Yeah. I did also like the Kendall Williamson pick at safety. Just wanted to throw that out there. B plus, A minus is what I'm bringing him. Since he's up next... <sighs> Miles Murphy at pick number 28. DJ Turner at pick number 60. Jordan Battle at 95. Charlie Jones at 131. Chase Brown at 163. Uh, that's the rest. I'm out of recognizing names. I'm done at Princeton. <laughs> but for Cincy, for me, I think that's a solid the A- minus to A tier. Miles Murphy is going to come in. Talk about the defensive line that isn't necessarily that good. I mean, I'm pretty sure I have, like, DJ Reader or something. I mean, it's okay. 
Trey Hendrickson, you know, okay. Uh, Sam Hubbard, okay. B.J. Hill, okay. But Miles Murphy, I think, is going to get the starting job. D.J. Turner was the fastest player in the draft class. Yes. And he would definitely be better than Eli Apple. Jordan Battle is going to come in. They have a they have a hole at safety with Nick Scott being their current strong safety with Jesse Bates leaving. So we'll see if Jordan Battle can take that job. You know, they got him in the late third. So nothing wrong there. Charlie Jones. What a guy Charlie Jones is. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Purdue. I've I've actually watched Charlie Jones a little bit and Purdue played that man on the outside like he was Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins. They played him like the alpha wide receiver one. He was still shitting on Penn State. So, you know, if the Bengals play him right, he can be successful. I'm not sure where he fits in. So, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. (laughs) Probably about that fourth spot. Seems a little bit crowded to me. Probably take the snaps. Uh, What was the the white guy's name that that caught a bunch of touchdowns last year for that? I don't even think he's on the team anymore. I don't know. I mean, the only white guy I can think of is Hayden Hurst. Uh, Chase Brown. Loved. I'm, I was very high on Chase Brown. I'm not super high on Chase Brown. He's kind of small. I mean, 5'9", 210. So he's built. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like a poor man, Samaj P. Ron. Shout out him. This Bengals draft class, I agree. I gave them a solid A. I like Miles Murphy a lot. Their D-line's kind of solidified. They have some... Some good starters in there, but I think Miles Murphy being able to be in a defensive line room with players that play similar to him and the flexibility he provides. Again, he can rush off the edge. He brings that speed to power, edge rush mentality, and he also provides the versatility where he can play in the three-tech outside shade of the guard, inside of the tackle, can play outside of the tackle. He brings that DJ Turner really good, get Eli Apple out of there. <laughs> Jordan Battle, an extremely underrated prospect in this class. Jordan Battle was really, really good in college. He just kind of got outshined a little bit by Brian Branch. Granted, Brian Branch is really good. But Jordan Battle, he is extremely underrated through this draft process, I feel like. And then being able to bring him in at 95 is good. Then as Ryan alluded to, Charlie Jones, not sure where he fits. Chase Brown, Broke Man, Samaj P. Ron, they have a pretty size hole at RB2, considering how much of a role Samaj P. Ron had in that offense. So maybe Chase Brown comes in and fits that. DJ Ivy out of Miami, I like that's good value for where they got him. So I think the Bengals had a really good draft, and I give them an A. Cleveland Browns. Talk about a draft on hope. Cedric Tillman at 74 overall. Siaki Ika, 98. Dewan Jones, DTR, Cam Mitchell, and Luke Weipler. I don't hate it. They just got to hope they all work out. Cedric Tillman, I think that eventually he could take over this team as a receiver one. I know they have Amari Cooper, but I think this was a good landing spot for him considering what the Browns like to have the receivers do. Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, Donovan Peoples-Jones. That man could sit back for a little bit. He has time. Yeah, I mean... That receiver, that receiver course What's their interior D-line looking like? I mean, Dalvin Tomlinson, Jordan Elliott. Perry on. Okay. Tristan Hill. Jesus. Get rid of him. That guy, I hate that dude. Siaki Ika at 98, good value. He was getting late first, second round buzz. Then being able to grab him at 98 is good. You just got to hope you get 2021 Siaki Ika and not this past year where he took a step back. Dewan Jones at 111, amazing value. Another guy that was getting high round buzz. 
fell off. He does have his concerns, but it is amazing depth for them to have an offensive line. DTR is the definition of a great backup for Deshaun Watson. Cam Mitchell, I was watching something on him. He's best friends with Greg Newsom, who was their first-round pick two years ago, was that? Not saying that means anything, but they're best friends. And then Luke Whip, Luke Weipler, good interior offensive lineman out of Ohio State. Good value for where they got him at 190. I feel like he could have gone a little bit earlier than he was. I remember I dropped him when we were talking about interior alignment available. This Browns draft class, they just got to hope it works out because they had got really good value. And if it works out, they're happy. But... It didn't help that they gave up a lot for Deshaun Watson, but I think they made the best out of what they had. So I will give this I'll give this draft a B. I think it's slightly above average. Yeah, I think I think it's like a B plus with the upside of A. Uh, I'll just touch on a couple guys. Dewan Jones, obviously great value to where he is. Uh, I feel like DTR, I think that they can I think that they can possibly get production out of him. I mean, we had like we did a five-minute segment on him a couple weeks ago. I mean, because I think he's athletic enough to kind of be a more athletic Taysom Hill that can actually throw the ball. So I feel like they could have some fun with him. And you know, I think it was a solid draft. Oh God! Go ahead, Dallas Cowboys. Next up, took Mozzie Smith at twenty-six, Luke Schoonmaker at fifty-eight. The Marvion Overshawn at 90, Villamai Fehoko at 129, Asim Richards at 169, Eric Scott, Deuce Vaughn, Jalen Brooks. My opinion, our Mozzie Smith, to some, was the most one of the most athletic players in this draft class with his ability and his size and all that. I think that was a pretty good pick. It was a position in need because... Our defensive line can't stop anything up the middle. Can't stop the run. It's been proven. Luke Schoonmaker, he's athletic, but he's also 24, so I didn't really like that pick. If you're 24, you're probably not that good. If we're being honest, I'm sorry. Joe Burrow. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Okay, he's going to be the best tight end of Thank football. you. Yep. <laughs> uh, over Sean, I like the pick. He's a safety that turned into linebacker, so he's a hybrid guy. He's big as shit. Like. And he's very fast. That dude, if he runs up the middle, he is a missile. He can get to the quarterback quick. Dan Quinn, I think, can have some fun with him. Uh, for hope on him, he's a physical guy. I'm not sure how it's going to translate to the NFL, but he's a he's an asshole. Um, yeah, we're still going. I hope. Yeah, we're yeah. still going. He's physical, and I respect it. Asim Richards, apparently, <laughs> apparently, we had him just right up next to Osiris Torrance in terms of draft grades. Them two. <laughs> All right. Hey, if we're right, you know, it's a pick. You know, <laughs> Eric Scott ran a 4740. Apparently, he tore his quad. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be a 4-3. It's a little bit better. Deuce Vaughn, can't complain. No idea how it's going to work out. I think we can, I think he can be a weapon, mm-hmm. you know. Jalen Brooks, I don't know who it is. But I think, you know, I'd give us a B plus. I'd put us there. Let's say Dallas, I have it around a B. I think this is the first year in a while, and I was, um, I know I saw some Cowboys fans saying this was like the first year Jerry really didn't do whatever the hell he wanted, and they kind of just attacked positions of need. I feel like. I think he did what he wanted by doing that. <laughs> I mean, 
Everybody would have said take a different tight end, but he'd take, nah, he'd take Luke Shoemaker. My favorite pick, Deuce Vaughn, just for the storyline. Yeah. It was awesome. Nah, I'm glad that's our best pick. I do think DeMarvi and Overshawn, and him and Micah Parsons and Leigh Van Der Esch, makes a very good linebacker trio. Our linebackers are like gross college linebackers. Oh my god, yeah. Jabril Cox, Leigh Van Der Esch, Micah Parsons, Overshawn, and Damone Clark. Yeah. Granted, I don't know how, if any of them are going to work out. They hey. sent us back to college and we're there. Yeah. But no, nah, I'm not going to go in depth on the Cowboys. You kind of did it for me. Denver Broncos. Marvin Mims traded up for him. Drew Sanders, Riley Moss, J.L. Skinner, and <laughs> Alex Force. Right. Did you see the meme I sent about Riley Moss? Yeah. About how he's the fastest yeah. white Bronco since OJ? Yeah. This Broncos draft class, for what they did, they did okay. They traded up for Marvin Mims. That All that says to me is that Jerry Judy or Corlin Sutton's gone. That's all that says to me. Drew Sanders at 67, solid value. Another guy who was getting some first-round hype. Riley Moss, sneaky athletic guy with a high motor. Um, J.L. Skinner at 183 is really, really good value for a safety out of Boise State. Him with Justin Simmons. and uh, Is Kareem Jackson still with the Broncos? Or did, why do I feel like he went to Carolina? Or was that Von Bell? You're asking me a lot. B. <laughs> is Von Bell, I mean, Kareem Jackson, is he still there? No. no. Caden Star, okay. So J.L. Skinner has some potential to come in there and play some time at safety. I'm giving the Broncos, I'm giving the Broncos a B-. minus. I think for what they had, they did good. Trading up for Marvin Mims with your current receiver room, kind of questionable. I do like Drew Sanders and J.L. Skinner. I think J.L. Skinner was really, really good value. That was probably my favorite pick. But I'll give them like a B minus, C plus right around there. I think I'm with him. Probably, probably like a B minus also. I'm not going to dive on this too much because we have to move along a little bit. Especially Jesus. for these short teams. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I didn't realize how deep we. Detroit Lions. Jameer Gibbs at 12, Jack Campbell at 18, Sam Laporta at 34, Brian Branch, Hennon Hooker. Started out so bad. They went 0 for three, and then Brian Branch and Hennon Hooker kind of saved it. I'm giving them a solid C. This was an average ass draft. Their best picks were Brian Branch, Hennon Hooker, amazing value. I mean. I think Laporte is good, but I think it was lower. Uh, yes. I don't get the Jameer Gibbs pick at 12. Jack Campbell at 18. A little early. But Brian Branch kind of makes up for it. I'll give this team a C, maybe a C plus. They kind of just went out and did whatever the hell they wanted, said fuck positional value, and just got their guys. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do this, trade back. Because I promise you on everything, you probably could have got better. You you. Yeah. You probably could have helped yourself out a little bit. You yeah. probably could have got Jack Campbell with pick number 25. You probably could have got Sam Laporta at pick number 38. 40. I don't know because apparently Buffalo was all in on Jack Campbell. All right. Never mind, man. <laughs> all right. You know what? Go for them. Bumps up to a B plus. Packers. Just paid Jordan Love $25 million. I think it was fine for one year. Yeah. Because if he sucks this year, you only lose $25 million. If he's good, then you... Yeah. Yeah. Glad we agree. I hate it. (laughs) 
What the hell? <laughs> Two tight ends? Sean Clifford? <laughs> they had all these players and they messed up every single pick. Holy shit. I mean, Luke Musgrave ain't terrible. Tucker Craft, eh. Jaden Reed apparently is, like, going to be really fucking good. Yeah, I heard that. I mean, apparently Jaden Reed's going to be really, really good. He just didn't have a quarterback in Michigan State. I'm giving this draft a solid C-. Lucas Van Ness at 13, terrible. I knew it was coming, though. And I'm so glad they did because I have a gut feeling that Lucas Van Ness would have been a Patriot. (laughs) I just have that feeling. I don't really like what the Packers... They kind of had another Packers-esque draft. Came in, took a defensive player in the first, and just took a bunch of offense as the draft went on. I like the Colby Wooden pick, D-tackle on Auburn. Um, Anthony Johnson Jr., another guy that ain't terrible, who I like down the board out of Iowa State. But I'm giving them a C-. They missed on Lucas Van Ness. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Taking two tight ends in the top 80 is... Yeah. You know, one thing. Taking Sean Clifford at 149 Why? is another thing. Like, what? Sean Clifford... Hold on. I want to see where DTR went. One Okay, DTR went nine picks before. Okay. I guarantee I could find a quarterback I'd rather have than Sean Clifford. After Sean, Sean Clifford, Clifford sucked. Thank you. <laughs> Sean okay. Clifford was not good. And, I mean, the Packers just had another Packer draft. Yep. Houston Texans. They took C.J. Stroud, pick number two. They traded up for Will Anderson at pick number three. And then they had a little bit of a wait. Took Juice Scruggs, Penn State center at number 62. Tang Dell at number 69. Heard he's going to be a stud. Yeah. Uh, Henry Toa at 167. Oh, I skipped Dylan Horton. My bad. At 109. Xavier Hutchinson, Jared Patterson, Brandon Hill. This is another case of an upside draft. Right now, I'm giving them an A. CJ Stroud, you got your future franchise quarterback at two. The biggest question is... Will Anderson Jr. They paid a quarterback price for Will Anderson Jr. Yes, Will Anderson is good, but he ain't Nick Bosa. He ain't Miles Garrett. He ain't Von Miller. I feel like they paid a lot to jump up all the way from 12 to 3 for Will Anderson. I get it. D'Amico Ryans loved him. They have the Alabama ties. They went out and got two of the biggest cornerstone positions for a rebuilding team. I just don't know if the price that they paid for Will Anderson Jr. is quite worth it. Tank Dell, another guy going to be really good. Henry Toa I really like. Jared Patterson, I really like. Xavier Hutchison, another good value pick down the board. Brandon Hill, solid value out of pit down the board. I think the Texans had a really good draft. It's all just this whole entire draft class is just going to bank on if Will Anderson Jr. works out or not. I'm going to give it an A also. In their opinion, they got the best quarterback in the class. They got the best edge rusher in the class. They helped out the interior offensive line. They got Tank Dell, who's probably going to be a solid receiver too. And they brought in Henry Toto, who has very good upside to pick 167. Uh, I'm going to give them an A. I could very well see a world where this is very, very bad. And the Cardinals benefit greatly. Yeah. Because if CJ Stroud sucks and Will Anderson isn't as good as the price. Pick number three. We could see, you know, bad things. Right now I'm gonna give them an A though. In their opinion, they got the quarterback one of our and edge one. And not many teams can say that. So Can you pull up the Colts depth chart for me real quick? Yeah. The stellar team. I'm giving the Colts draft an A plus. Um yeah. I think I mean 
It's up. Their first five picks hit on every single one of them. They got Ant Rich at four, future franchise guy. They got Gardner Minshew there. Da da da. I'm blanking on their GM. Chris Ballard really outdid himself on this one. Ant Rich. Gonna be good. Julius Brents out of Kansas State. Really good. Helps fill some hole at corner. Josh Downs at three. Is gonna come in and be their starting slot receiver. Blake Freeland at pick 106. Great value offensive tackle. Helps kind of solidify. Helps potentially fill that hole at offensive tackle they've had since Anthony Costanzo retired that they really haven't been able to fill out. And I know I'm going to botch the name, but Adetomiwa Adabare. He's got a brother. Yeah. Five-star Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Who, is, who was really good at Northwestern is going to come in and have be, I mean... Yeah, I'm blanking on his name. What the hell is his name? Okay, Grover Stewart, DeForest Buckner, Samson Ibukum, Quiddy Pay on this D-line. Adding Aditomi Wadabari, really good value. Darius Rush, another corner out of South Carolina. They really hit on all major positions of need, and the Colts are my first A+. If if I'm a Colts fan, I am stoked about this draft class. Yeah, I'm going to give them an A+. Just because of the fact that they got Anthony Richardson, highest upside quarterback in the draft. They got a very solid receiver in Josh Downs at pick number 79. And that's going to help out Anthony Richardson tremendously. You got Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce, Suzanne, Josh Downs, Isaiah McKenzie. It's a pretty solid you know, receiver room. The offensive line, they brought in a couple guys to help out with that. So it's a pretty decent offensive line. And then their defense is you know, solid. Brent's is you know, it looks like he's going to go into the starting role at corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to give him an A. It was a solid draft run. Then this draft, this draft class is weird. The Jags. Anton Harrison at 27. They were kind of forced in their hand considering Cam Robinson got PEDs the day before the day of the draft. <laughs> then they take a tight end at 61, Brenton Strange out of Penn State. I don't even know what the tight end board looked like, but he don't think he was the best tight end. Tank Bigsby at 88. They want a running back to kind of run in between the tackles and that's able to get first downs and run somebody over, and that's Tank Bigsby. But my favorite pick of this entire draft class, Antonio Johnson out of Texas A&M. He's taken Andrew Wingard's spot. Antonio Johnson was a stud at Texas A&M, really made some noise in the SEC. I'm giving this Jags draft, I'm giving him a B. I like the Anton Harrison pick. I like the Tank Bigsby pick. I like the Antonio Johnson pick. Everything else kind of eh, but I'll give them like a B, B plus. Tucker Craft, Darnell Washington. Okay. Those are the tight ends available. So I'm going to give them... Oh, I'm just going to say I'm taking both of the other guys over Brenton Strange at that point in time. But Trevor loves his tight ends, and I'm sure he had a say in that pick, so it can't be that bad. So I'm going to go ahead, and I'm kind of going to rip him a little bit for this one. You're going to rip him a new one? No, I don't really care enough about Jaguars and do that, but what the fuck? I'm going to give him a C. Mm. Anton Harrison, I like to pick, but bringing in a tight end and running back with your next two picks, I think is just just stupid. You already have Evan Ingram who worked out for you. You have Travis Etienne who worked out for you. So why would you bring in depth pieces? You're not that good. Like you're, Why are you taking luxury picks? You don't deserve to be taking luxury <laughs> picks. The Chiefs take luxury picks. You guys do not take luxury picks. I'm sure I can find some holes on this roster. That are way bigger than your backup running back and backup tight end. Let's I say. guarantee I can. 
Let's and try it won't and do be this hard. in 20 seconds. It won't be hard. Uh, well, you could probably use some defensive line. Just going to throw that out there. You could probably use another corner because Darius Williams isn't that good. You could probably use offensive line, some more of it. You can never have enough offensive line. Uh, you know, Jack, you have Dearness Johnson and Jamichael Hasty. Why are you drafting Tank Bigsby? Speaking uh, of Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Felix Anadike Uzama at 31, Rasheed Rice at 55, Wanya Morris at 92. Chiefs draft B. Very much of a Chiefs draft. Yes. They went out, got another edge rusher, as Ryan and I mocked. They bought in Rasheed Rice, who apparently Pat Mahomes threw with at a private workout, and they both connected really well. And Wanya Morris, Boomer Sooner, great depth at offensive tackle. I know they just kind of bought in. Um... We just talked about this tonight. Jawan Taylor. Jawan Taylor. I know they just bought him in, but Wanya Morris, death piece. Don't know if he played with Creed Humphrey or not. No. Okay. So. Thank you. But, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs had a very Chiefs draft. Yeah, I think the Chiefs did solid. They traded up for Rasheed Rice. Wanya Morris could possibly start a right tackle. He was a five-star talent in college, high school. So, I see the vision. I think Joey Porter would have probably been a better pick, but... Uzama is a Kansas City guy, so, you know, it works. Hometown kid. Raiders. Tyree Wilson to 7, Michael Mayer 35, Byron Young, Aiden O'Connell, Purdue QB, Mari Bailey, Chris Smith. C+. I mean, Tyree Wilson kind of a... I mean, you could argue it's a need. Chandler Jones took a step back. They still do have Chandler Jones and Max Crosby under contract. Tyra Wilson also does provide the flexibility for pass rushing downs to play in a three-tech, so you can have them on the field at once. Michael Mayer was probably the best possible replacement for Darren Waller. Byron Young helps bring some much-needed presence in the interior of your defensive line. Jacorian Bennett, Maryland defensive back, nickel corner safety kind of role, comes in and can play. Chris Smith out of Georgia was solid at Georgia. Amari Bernie, linebacker out of Florida, could see some time. I just C plus. This is a solid draft. Yeah, I'm gonna give them a slightly above average. Probably a B minus. I think they should have helped out the offensive line a little bit more. But just helped them out at all because they didn't bring in any offensive linemen. And I think that's probably their biggest weakness right now because their offensive line isn't the greatest. But that's kind of where I'm at. How the hell do we have 15 teams left? <laughs> And it's 40 minutes. Holy shit. Chargers. Drafted Quentin Johnson. Uh, That's the second guy. Tuli Tui Pelotu, I think. Yeah, I think it's Tuli Tui Pelotu. Dane Henley, Darius Davis, Jordan McFadden, Scott Metlock, and Max Duggan to be the next Justin Herbert. C. Average-ass draft. Tuli Tui Pelotu comes in. They need help at linebacker. Quinn Johnson is literally just Mike Williams, literally to a T. Um, Jordan McFadden, some depth on the O-line. And they got their quarterback of the future, Max Duggan. I'm giving him a C. Average as shit. Yeah, I don't think this does anything for the Chargers to get them over that next step. So probably could C-minus C. All right. The Rams. For what they had, they did good. Steve Avila, 36, amazing value, plug-and-play offensive lineman. 
Kobe Turner out of Wake Forest, stud Byron Young, Tennessee Edge helps. The Rams just added a <laughs> bunch of players that they're going to plug and play right away. Nick Hampton out of App State, good. Stetson Bennett, way too early, guys, not that good. Favorite value pick in this draft, either Zach Evans from Mississippi State or Travis Hodges Tomlinson, corner from TCU. Despite what they had, I think that they're like B. I think they did good. I'm going to give them a probably a B minus. That's that's a benefit is just ruining the whole thing for me. Why? There's literally no point. You're the Rams. You have so many needs. Why are you drafting Stetson Bennett? I mean, I'm sure there's just better players that are, I mean, there's, I would rather have DTR. They could have DTR. They took Stetson Bennett over DTR. I mean, there's just so many better players that you could take, and they took Stetson Bennett. Miami. We'll make this short and sweet. They took Cam Smith, Devon Akani. It's It's A-Chain. A-Chain? Yeah, I've heard that too. Elijah Higgins and Ryan Hayes. They didn't have a lot of picks. With the picks that they did have, B, Cam Smith, pretty solid corner. I'm not sure how he fits the defense. Uh, A-chain, very fast running back to fit the fast receivers. That's kind of it. I think Cam Smith kind of helps them in a way. Because if you think about it, you have Cam Smith, Xavier Howard on the boundary, Javon Holland, who is a nickel corner safety. You can literally play Jalen Ramsey wherever the hell you want. You want to play him against a slot receiver one week, then play him out on the boundary the next week. And if you want to play him at fucking safety the next week, they have the ability to do that with Cam Smith. For what they had, they did good. Devon A-Chain just adds pure speed to the already fast offense. Elijah Higgins, they needed tight end. Ryan Hayes, some okay depth on the O-line. I'm giving them a B plus. I think the Dolphins did good. Next up, Minnesota. Took Jordan Addis at pick number 23. Took Makai Blackman at 102. Jay Ward, 134. Jaquin Roy at 141. Jaron Hall, 164. BYU quarterback. And Dwayne McBride at 222. C. C. Jordan yeah. Addison saw it coming there, drafting a receiver. Two DBs back to back. They need it, so that's good. Jaron Hall, okay. Dwayne McBride, not sure where he fits into the offense, but I like him, and he's probably one of my, he's probably my favorite pick out of this draft class for them. Probably he's going to be the backup running back as Dalvin Cooks sounds like he's going somewhere. Yep. Uh, Jordan Addison, I'm not sure how good he is as a receiver, but I think they could have used him. So it's probably C. It's just average. Next up, the draft that it. went boom, boom, boom. The New England Patriots, Christian Gonzalez at 17, Keon White at 46, A plus, A plus picks back to back. Marte Mapu. Sac State L linebacker, versatile guy. Belichick could have fun with him. Thought it was a tight, slight early. Jake Andrews center, backup center. Then we took a kicker, traded up for him. <laughs> City so good value. Keyshawn Booty in the sixth round. Then we took a punter, couple corners. Jesus Christ, this draft literally could have been. A, I'm still giving. I'm giving us an A. The first two picks, Keon White, Christian Gonzalez. I like. The City So pick, I think Marte Mapu could be good for the Patriots. Just depends where he fits and who the Patriots are playing in linebacker this year. I know they like to do the Jawan Bentley for whatever fucking reason and then a safety in there. So not sure where he fits, but I think they could have some fun with him. I'm giving my Patriots an A. I'll give him an A minus. The Christian Gonzalez and Keon White and Keishon Booty pick was uh, pretty solid. City So, as Anthony says, he believes in him, so I will too. Pretty solid. Uh, New Orleans Saints, Brian Brissy, 
Isaiah Foskey, Kendrick Miller, Nick Saldivari. Yes, Saldivari. Jake Hayner. Mm-hmm. Quarterback out of Fresno. Uh, shout out Derek Carr out of Fresno. Jordan Howden and A.T. Perry. I'm giving the Saints an A. Valid. Love Brian Bursey and Isaiah Foskey. Great additions to the defense. Two very Saints picks. The Kendra Miller pick, kind of questionable. Well, Kamara might be suspended. Yeah. Doesn't play really similar to Kamara. Nick Sadaveri, I like a lot. They just declined Cesar Ruiz's fifth-year option. Jake Hayner, Derek Carr is on the modder. And A.T. Perry could have been one of the steals of the draft. Really good out of Wake Forest. I'm giving them, now that th- I'll give them like a B-plus, A-minus type of deal. I'm right there with you. I love building through the trenches. Right now the defense line isn't the greatest. It's really just Cameron Jordan. Not really seeing anybody else there. Too good. So, the secondary solid. Defense is going to be solid. I think they can win a division with this team. Yeah, absolutely. Ain't saying much. Uh, the Giants picked Deontay Banks at 24. John Michael Schmitz at 57. Jalen Hyatt at 73. Eric Gray Boomer. 172. So they had a big drop-off between 73 and pick 172. About 99 picks. Yeah. Then it took Trey Hawkins, Jordan Riley, and Javarius Owens. B-plus, A-minus. Deontay Banks, athletic. Love it. John Michael Schmitz, can't go wrong with taking the offensive lineman. Jalen Hyde, I'm not sure how good he is, if we're being honest. Eric Gray, he's an Oklahoma guy, so I respect it. He could probably be a pretty good compliment to Saquon. And he can catch pretty good. He can give Saquon a breather, so yeah. give it a or B plus B. Like Just their first three picks alone, I think you can give them an A. Deontay Banks fills a position in need. John Michael Schmitz comes in. I mean, their th- first three picks are going to come in and be starters by week one. Um, I think if all these picks hit, they're looking at a really good draft class here. Um, Jalen Hyatt at 73. I think that was really good. John Michael Schmitz at 57. Deontay Banks at 24 is about right. I again, Ryan said they had a big drop off, but I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them like a, a B B plus because this is another team where if it works, you're good. But there's a lot of good value on this Giants draft board that they got here. Next up, the Jets at. Look, Jets. They picked Will McDonald at 15, Joe Tipman at 43, Carter Warren at 120, Israel Aminakata at 143, Zaire Barnes 184, Jarek Bernard Converse at 204, and Zach. Yeah, 220. <laughs> um, C minus. Will McDonald, I felt it was a little early. Joe Tipman probably is going to win that starting center job. But again, that's good because even if he does win the starting center job, say your offensive tackle goes out, Connor McGovern sides the guard, Elijah Vera Tucker sides the tackle, problem solved. Carter Warren, another offensive tackle. Like the pit running back, I'm not even going to botch his name. Abinacata. 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 Um, they got Zach Kuntz. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's Kuntz down the board. Um. I mean, this draft class didn't really wow me. I would say this is just an average draft class. My favorite pick they took is Joe Tittman. I think he comes in and media starter on the O-line protecting Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going to give them a C. I'm probably right there with you. Bringing an offensive lineman solid. The Will McDonald pick was a stretch. Abinacata and Brees Hall are going to be a pretty good duo. So I respect them there. Philly next up. Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, Tyler Steen, Sidney Brown, Keely Ringo, Tanner McKee. 
Moro, Ohomo, and DeAndre Swift you can throw in there. I'm going to give the Eagles, I'm going to give them like a A minus A. I think people are like really blowing this thing up. Jalen Carter fell to nine for a reason. He had off the field issues. He could keep having them. Nolan Smith, he fell to 30 for a reason. He doesn't have that great of production in college. Keely Ringo fell to 105 for a damn reason. He got burnt by Marvin Harrison, and they said he had bad work ethic. They just keep, you know, giving him a bunch of respect for taking these Georgia players, and they're not really working out for him. So, um, I'm giving him an A+. Plus. Jalen Carter, 9. Yes, the concerns are there. Great value at number 9. Arguably could be the best player in your class. Nolan Smith at 30. Fits what they like on the edge. Tyler Steen, great versatile piece to add on the in the interior offensive line. Keely Ringo and Sidney Brown, that's your starting safeties this season. I love Sidney Brown. Guys, this year's Talanohu Funga are going to be so good. And then the undrafted free agency market made another big splash. They got Eli Ricks, who did not allow a single coverage touchdown this year at Alabama. Makai Gardner, another good corner at LSU. And former Oklahoma Sooner, Jaden Hazelwood. Jaden Hazelwood sucks. I know. I was just wanting to throw it out there because I know you These guys know. fell for a reason. I'm giving the Eagles an A+. The real A-plus is up next. Colin did his did his thing with the Steelers draft. Colin did a damn number with his draft. Traded up for Broderick Jones. Still got Joey Porter Jr. at 32. Keanu Benton, Darnell Washington, Nick Herbig, Corey Trice, and Spencer Anderson. This is another A-plus draft for me. The Steelers absolutely crushed it. A-plus, best draft in the NFL. Yeah. No analysis needed. No. Niners. They had... Pick starting at 87. Yeah. Braden Willis, stud. Nice <laughs> tight end in the draft. D. Winters, dog. Yeah. Jake Moody at 99. Why? <laughs> Robbie Gold's gone. Christ. They have fuck, They drafted two tight ends. Ronnie Bell. Okay, I like that. Niners, C, average-ass draft. Nothing wild me here. Yeah, they didn't have the picks to wow anybody, so it is what it is. I mean, Jair Brown at 87 ain't terrible. Braden Willis, probably the best tight end in this draft class by far. D. Winters was good at TCU. I'll give him that. Cam Latu had some production at Alabama, but this draft didn't wow me. Seattle Seahawks up next. Solid. Devin Witherspoon, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Derek Hall, Zach Charbonnet, Anthony Bradford at 108, Cam Young at 123, Mike Morris at 151, Olu Oluwatami at 154, Jarek Reed at 198, and Kenny McIntosh at 237. Got arguably the best corner in the class, if not one, two. Uh, got the best receiver in the class. Brought in a running back. That's okay range. They have a decent bit of capital. Derek Hall is going to probably going to go in and start for him. So Seattle did pretty solid, in my opinion. Yeah, I think this is another team you could argue that had arguably the best draft. Devin Witherspoon at five. JSN to them at twenty was such a blessing. Derek Hall out of Auburn is going to be really good for them. Zach Charbonnet, great compliment to Kenneth Walker. Um, I like Olu Oluwatimi out of Michigan, the center they got. Jarek Reed out of New Mexico. And Kenny McIntosh at the end. I think Georgia, it's Georgia, Jesus. Seattle had a really good draft. I gave them an A. Three more teams. Tampa Bay took Kalaja Kansi at number 19. Cody Tampa Mark Bay ass draft. At 48, Yaya Diaby. Yep. At 82. Uh, damn it! I clicked on something. I don't know. I can't even pronounce that. Uh, Servakia Dennis. 
Payne Durham, Josh Hayes, Trey Palmer, and Jose Ramirez. I'm going to give it a B. You're fucking crazy. I'm going to give it a B. C minus. <laughs> you better pray to God Kalija Kansi works out. Cody Mock was their best pick. Can play guard or tackle for them. Helps with the flexibility on the offensive line. This was a very Tampa Bay Buccaneers draft. If Kalija Kansi doesn't work out, it was such a waste of a pick in 19. You could have got so much more talent. Cody Mock is my favorite pick, and that's where I am with the Bucs. Got to help Baker. Didn't have a lot of capital. Got to help Baker. Tennessee picked Peter Skoronsky at number 11. Traded up to 33 for Will Levis. Took Tajay Spears at number 81. Josh Wiley at number 147. Jalen Duncan at 186. And Colton Dowell at 228. B. B. And I'll give him an A-. If Will Levis works out, it's obviously a lot better. Peter Skoronsky is going to start for him for a while. It's Mm -hmm. really the two players that they took. Will Levis, Peter Skoronsky. If Will Levis works out, they arguably have the best draft because they got their franchise quarterback at 33. Yeah, I mean, kind of like you said, I have an A-minus as well. I really like the Jalen Duncan pick. At pick 186, that's amazing value for an athletic offensive tackle like Jalen Duncan, who I think if he can develop a little more and play some professional football and get some snaps, I think that he could be really, really good for them. Washington. The last team. Emmanuel Forbes 16. What the hell were they thinking? K.J. Henry saved this draft. That was a good pick, but I don't know if he's good enough to save the class. I don't know if he's good enough yeah, to save the class. I mean, Jesus. This is C-minus right down there with Tampa Bay. This might be the worst. I love Emmanuel Forbes, but I think 16 was quite early. The K.J. Henry pick is amazing value. I like Braden Daniels out of Utah. Ricky Stromberg has some potential to come in and play some starting football. Chris Rodriguez, another running back, whatever. KJ Henry's my favorite pick. I'm giving him a C. C minus right down there with Tampa Bay. I'm going to give him a D. I'll give them the worst draft. I think Washington, I think between Washington and Tampa, or even San Fran might have had the worst draft. San Fran at least didn't have picks. Who would you say had the best draft? Best draft, Steelers, worst draft, Washington. Seattle, best. Tampa worst. Thank guys for watching and listening. We appreciate you guys. Don't forget to like, subscribe, check out all our NFL draft content. We'll see you guys next time. See you. Peace.